Sarah, are you ready? I'm a lady. And welcome to Idol Days, the show about idol anime. I'm Star. And I'm Sarah. And Sarah, I have a problem. Yes, I know. What do you mean you know? You have an idol problem. You're deep in idol hell. <laughs> no, I have I have a different problem that uh -huh. I would like I want you to I want I want you to talk about this problem with me. Sorry, um, maybe you should talk with your doctor. Well, that's actually exactly what I was gonna do. Uh oh, um, because Sarah, I would like for you to be my therapist for a few minutes. Okay, um, it's a wart. I want, Don't okay, worry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what? We can get it removed. <laughs> it's all right. No, <laughs> not that kind of problem. <laughs> Just wear sunscreen from now on, Star. You'll be fine. Oi, listen. Okay, so I, I want you to, like, imagine a scene for me, because this is how I'm imagining this in my head. Um, we are in a therapist's office, and I would like you to be Dr. Sarah, PhD, for a few moments. Mm, yes. Um, while I lay sexily on your reclining couch and tell you about this problem that uh, I'm having. Uh, sorry, uh, we don't usually lay on the couches nowadays. Uh, could you sit we up? But I want to lay on the couch, doctor. I'm paying you! Let me lay on your couch! <laughs> Please. Time is money, friend. Keep going. Please? Okay, fine. Um, I have a problem, doctor. Yes, I see here you have a wart. No! <laughs> <laughs> You're not- Damn it! When I told you I had an idea for an intro and told you to just run with it, this is not what I had in mind, but I'm loving it. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> anyway, the problem that I am having is that this show has harmed me. And I'm not talking about the show that I watched for this week's episode. I'm talking about our podcast. Our podcast has harmed me, Sarah. I'm sorry I'm not at liability to talk about podcasts with you. It wasn't on the disclosure we signed. Sarah, I, Dr. Sarah, I, I came to you specifically because you said you would talk to me about my idol anime problem. <laughs> <laughs> Is this entrapment? <laughs> anyway, anyway, um... So our podcast has changed the way I watch anime. Same. <laughs> <laughs> because the entire time I was watching this show, I kept waiting for something buck wild to happen. And then it didn't. And I'm like a little disappointed about it. <laughs> and we didn't start this podcast with the intent of talking about the fucking buck wild things that sometimes happen in idol anime. We started this podcast with the mission statement of let's talk about idol anime just in general and if mm -hmm. occasionally fi we find a weird one and we talk about a weird one that'll be a fun episode but you watched Udapri season two last time mm -hmm. and i was not expecting that to be anything nope and then you spent like an hour talking about cult stuff yep. and the rapture and <laughs> and i didn't watch this anime until after we had already recorded that and so i'm sitting there watching it waiting the whole time i'm like I know nothing weird's gonna happen, but I keep expecting something weird to happen. <laughs> and now I'm, I'm done with the anime, and I'm like, well, this is gonna be a really tame episode. Fuck! I can't top Udapri season two with this. Well, as your therapist, I think we're gonna figure it out during this whole recording session. We have to go deeper. <laughs> Apparently. Anyway, so I watched Bang Dream. <laughs> we'll make it weird, don't worry. I'm sure we'll make it weird, but I was like watching the show and I'm like, this isn't weird enough. I feel like I've been spoiled by like all the fucking weird shit we've watched. 
we we went into this with the idea of let's just like watch idol anime and talk about them and like discuss best girls and like the music and the animation and whatnot and i'm like no i want to know how this connects to the rapture (laughs) (laughs) well part of me enjoying slice of life is the weird head cannons i make along the way and i'm sure we'll find some here i am so glad i asked you to do this podcast (laughs) with me sarah You are a blessing, and I'm not just saying that because you're my licensed therapist and I'm paying you like $100 an hour to do this podcast with me. Oh, Star, it's way more than that. What? (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, we're billing your insurance. Let's keep going into Bang Dream. Okay, anyway. (laughs) So um, Bang Dream is one of the many, many shows... Um, tick that one off on the bingo cards where Star watched one episode and then dropped it like a hot potato for like two years. Oh no! Because <laughs> I got bored. Um, but then it didn't end. It it wasn't twenty two seven, which I think was the last show I did that to. It was um, it it was the show. Yeah, it was a show. Um, so I actually have a little bit of history on it. Um, because I was looking through the Wikipedia entry for, like, I was looking for some stuff about one of the voice actresses because I was trying to confirm something, and I ended up just, like, skimming most of the Wikipedia entry, so I feel like I'm a freaking bang dream expert now, or as close to an expert as one person can be who skimmed a Wikipedia article. Anyway, so it is based on a mobile game. I believe the mobile game came first. It's a rhythm game. It's, like pretty much every other rhythm game little balls come up on the screen and you gotta tap 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 the little balls in time it is published by bushiroad which also does love live so the vibes are there yeah it definitely has the love live vibe the hashtag love live vibe love live vibe the love live vibe now what i found was interesting um was apparently the concept for this series um, it was inspired by the success of Love Live, but it was also inspired by Idol Master, which made me oh. do the Miranda Cosgrove, hmm, intriguing face. Yes. <laughs> um, because the voice actress of the main character um, originally plays, uh, she plays Julia in Idol Master Million Live. Ah. Um, and her whole thing is like her voice actress plays guitar. And so Julia in Idol Master is like this rocker type character who's always seen with a guitar. And she actually plays guitar live in concert when she shows up to Idol Master concerts. And so apparently like she was chosen for the lead role based on that. And so Bang Dream, like, the whole franchise kind of spiraled out of girls band. Hey, I feel like Bang Dream right now is already seeming to me like this is our bridge that makes us be allowed to do Given. This is exactly what it is, Um, (laughs) (laughs) which is why I kind of wanted to watch it sooner, but better late Mm -hmm. than never, am I right? Um, Because this show and a couple others that I'm going to get you to watch eventually are very much the vibe of they're idols, they're just holding instruments. (laughs) Yep. Like, there are even, like, in some of the concerts, people have, like, king blades. It's a fucking idol show. Nice. But they just have instruments. It's Love Live with guitars. So anyway, the first season of the anime is kind of a prequel to the plot of the game. And so the first season specifically is just kind of like talking about how the the main character band kind of like got their start. And uh, reviews were pretty mediocre, I'll be honest. Oh, no. (laughs) Apparently. Like, I was just, like, reading what some of the press segments said in the Wikipedia article, and they were like, yeah, um, it's 
it's not great. It's like a C minus is what some reviewers gave it. It's like, I mean, it's just kind of going through the motions as an anime. And I'm oh, like, no. I hate to be mean, but yeah. Oh no, well tell us <laughs> the also, motions. Yeah, so literally everyone I've talked to about Bang Dream, which is like three or four people, is like, yeah, the first season of the anime sucks, but it gets better later. Okay, uh, so maybe <laughs> the Idoluminati chaos happens in later seasons. That's what I'm hoping. Like, I've only watched <laughs> season one so far. Apparently, season two is a little better. Season three is a little better. Like, it gets it gets better with age. Like mm. a fine vintage. I see, I see. Yes. Um, also, there's apparently a Switch port of the game that's coming out the day before this episode goes live, oh. uh, which I did not plan because I didn't know about it until last night, but that's just fun timing. Yeah. Um, so, so... Uh, I already told you it's kind of like Love Live, and it's definitely got the Love Live vibe. This show feels like the way the formula for a bang dream, as I have decided, is you get your Love Live, like season one Muse Love Live. Mm -hmm. You get your K on, you put them mm -hmm. in a jar, you blend them together, and then you take out about half of it. Oh no! And <laughs> and then you water it down. Oh no! Um, there's some. There's like. It's it's got like half the budget of season one love. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, like there's some nice animation, but it feels like one of those shows where they put too much effort into making the characters' eyes and hair all sparkly, and mm -hmm. then like the actual like animation character movement kind of suffers. Gotcha. Yeah. So like it's pretty when it's not moving. <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> and it kind of skips back and forth between 2D and 3D in the concert scenes to the point where, like, they don't mesh well enough for them to be doing it quite as frequently as they mm. do. And it's just like, hmm. So, so basically what we're looking at here is a show that needs some polish. Gotcha. It was not a bad show. It just wasn't great. They got to tune their guitars. They got to tune the guitars. They got to, like, polish the, some of the dust off. Um, like I said, apparently, apparently, in later seasons, it gets better. We'll see. But, yeah. Uh, also, there's one more thing I would like to touch on. I know mm -hmm. we've been talking for, like, ten minutes, and I haven't actually talked about the show yet. There's one thing that consistently bothered me throughout the entire show, and I'm never going to let it go. Would you like to know what this is? I would love to know this. Okay. I'm going to find a close-up picture of the character's faces. I want you to look at the way sh they draw the character eyes. Now, what yes. do you notice about the eyes, Sarah? They have little spikies inside. They have the little spikies inside. I hate the spikies so much. Every character spiky. has them. And they look so weird. It just reminds me of, like, one of the Fire Emblem crests, which <laughs> um, <laughs> leads further into our um, all idol characters are actually just Fire, Fire Emblem, Emblem characters. Yep. Uh, yeah, so, like, all of these characters have the Crest of Timotheos, which is one of the ones from the Fire Emblem DLC. I can't believe they're all Fire Emblem characters. I can't believe everyone in Bang Dream was originally a Fire Emblem. Incredible. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, um, they also, like, they look a little bit, like, the first thing I thought when I saw this was they looked like the Geass from Code Geass, which is another thing that we have <gasps> definitely referenced on our yes. podcast before. Because of Zero. <laughs> Because of Zero, uh -oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> the We're ultimate idol. <laughs> and that actually is the thing because, like, the little Geass symbol shows up in the eyes. And I was like, oh, confirmed. Confirmed. <laughs> but it does look a little different. And I was looking up Fire Emblem Crest and actually does look remarkably similar to one of the Fire Emblem Crests. And I was like, oh, okay. It's a Fire Emblem. It's a Fire Emblem. Welcome to Bang Dream Fire Emblem. 
Incredible. Okay, I'm going to actually talk about the show now. Yeah, tell me about the girls. I just had a lot of thoughts. I had about 12 minutes worth of thoughts, according to um, Audacity. <laughs> the Audacity. Star, tell me about these Fire Emblem girls. Okay, so here's the thing about the Fire Emblem girls. I would like to apologize in advance to our listeners um, for all of the K-On! references I will be making yeah, during this episode. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Because the band setup, like, the instruments is, like, exactly the same. And so, yes. like, that one's Yui, and that one's Mio, and that... <laughs> If you yes. haven't seen K-On, just tune that part out. Or anyway. wait until eventually we have a K-On episode. Eventually we will do our K-On episode. It's one of those things where it's like a cryptid. It's like eventually we'll do the K-On episode and then we just never do the K-On episode. But so badly do I want to do the K-On episode because it's pretty much my favorite anime ever. Sarah, the yes. K-On episode is our rapture. We keep Uh-oh. saying it's going to happen <laughs> and then it doesn't. Oh, no. <laughs> Rip. Rip. So when we do finally do the K-On episode, I feel like that has to be the last episode of the podcast. No! Because then we're going to get Rapture. I love K-On too much. I don't want to put I, it off too long. I know. Me too. Me too. Listen, we've cosplayed K-On. Well, you have, You and I haven't cosplayed K-On together, but I no, definitely cosplayed K-On. We've, we've cosplayed K-On at separate times. <laughs> yes. Because we wore the same costume. Together. I borrowed yours. Yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So... Our main character is Kasumi. Mm-hmm. Uh, her personality is main character. Mm-hmm. Is she the red um, one? Yes. She. Okay, so like they have image colors. They're not really obvious in the first season at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are in like the band outfits and also in the one that I sent you. Like the picture that I sent you. Gotcha. Um, so she is the Yui. She is the guitarist and also the lead vocalist. She's got them purple code Geass eyes, mm-hmm. um, so she's obviously related to Lelouch somehow. And Zero, <laughs> aka the best singer-songwriter of all time. Sarah, that's code Geass spoilers! <laughs> I can't believe you would do such a thing! Here in our S- Idol podcast, you must have watched Code Geass. Yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite not-so-great animes of all time. Anyway... Uh, season one is okay. Season two is eh. Uh, but anyway, uh, so she's got brown hair. Uh, and she's got like it's hard to see in the picture I sent you, but she's got like cat ear buns. Mm-hmm. She's got like little lumps on her head that look like little cat ears. I imagine it helps her keep the tiny hat on. Probably. Oh my god, you're right. She's probably just like stuck directly over the tiny hat. Sarah, you're a genius. Yeah, she has them so the tiny hats don't fall off. Obviously, she's always prepared to wear a tiny hat anytime she needs it. Listen, in order to be true Idaru, you must be prepared to don a tiny hat at Anytime. any given moment. Because we all know that you can't be an idol without and a And if you're headbanging, you really got to have extra things to keep it on. Oh, yeah. You really got to have, like, some extra surface area to pin your tiny hat, too. Mm-hmm. So she, maybe she's just a genius. I think she's a genius. I think she's a genius, too. I think we've discovered this. Anyway, second character, um, I'm just telling you them in kind of the order that they're added to the band. Um, but they all kind of get introduced around the same time. Like, okay. you meet them all within the first couple episodes. Um, so then there is Arisa. Uh, she is the keyboard blonde pigtail one. Uh, she is the... She is nothing like Mugi Kaon. She is the textbook definition of Sundare. Nice. Um, she, like, if you look at a... If you look in the, um, like, the dictionary for Sundare, there she be... She even there has she, pigtails, which she is even like has the pigtails, required. 
She's powerful. She's one of those characters who she's like, she kind of acts like a bitch. And she's like, no, get out of my face. I don't want to be your friend. But she she secretly does want to be friends because uh-huh. she, she doesn't have a lot of friends. And she, just, and she doesn't have a lot of friends because she's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but Kasumi is so main character that she gets past the, um, the, the soon, soon-ness. Gotcha, gotcha. Anyway, so next is Rimi. Uh, she is the bassist. She's the pink one in this picture. Mm-hmm. Um, she has short black hair with like little horn flippies on the side. Um, she's Yukiho from Idolmaster. Okay, shy. She even sounds very similar. The reason I was digging around on the Wikipedia article last night was I was trying to find out if it was actually the same voice actress because they sound very similar. Gotcha, gotcha. I assume they They're are not. They're not for the rec- They are not, no. Uh, but yeah, so she's just shy. She's a baby. She's shy. She has a high pitched voice. She plays the bass and she's shy, Sarah. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, she's ooh, woo, baby. Ooh, woo, baby. Like, like uh, in my notes, I wrote shy, ooh, woo. Shy, shy ooh, baby. Woo. <laughs> baby, but spelled B A B I E. So next is best girl. Um, well, I actually have two best girls, and the last two are both of them. Uh, I figure so from the picture. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. You have a type star. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and it's both of them. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, so um, the first one of best girls I will introduce you to is Tai. She is the second guitarist, uh, but she's more of the Mio. Yes, I can uh, tell. Kind of. She, her personality is kind of hard to get a grip on. Um, but she's very tall. She has long, kind of like dark brown hair. Um She's kind of, she's, like, quiet, but she's also, like, kind of an airhead and makes, like, dumb jokes, but she doesn't play it. She's, like, who's that comedian who just says things extremely deadpan and it's just the most hilarious thing you've ever heard? I have no idea, but I trust you. I I forget his fucking name, but she reminds me of that in that she just says things without too much enthusiasm, and she just says the weirdest shit. Nice. With, like, no fanfare behind it at all. Um, I kind of denoted her as, like, the smiling deadpan. Okay. So, like, she's kind of weird and eccentric, but she's, like, very, like, low-key about it, and mm-hmm. I kind of love her. Nice. She is actually, like, as far as her role in the band, she's actually more of the um, the Azusa type. Mm-hmm. Um, because she has been playing guitar for a while, and so she, it, her role in the anime, she actually teaches Kasumi a lot of the guitar skills she has. I see. Yes. Uh, and then last girl is Saya. She has a light brown uh, ponytail. Uh, she is the sad drummer. Aww. She has sad backstory. Oh, no. Sad yeah. drumming. Sad drumming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> sad drummer. Sad drummer. Sad Anyway, so, episode one, we're finally getting into it. It's the first day of school, Sarah! What, they're in school? <laughs> first day of school! This first really is love school. life. It is love life, Kaon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it's watered-down love life, Kaon smoothie. Incredible. I'm not lying, it's the first day of school. Okay. Um, and Kasumi is starting her first day at a new all-girls school because boys don't exist. Nope. Uh, except people's dads and their brothers. Yep. Um, so in her intro to her new class, she um, she stands up, she introduces herself, 
And then she just kind of keeps talking and she's like, I want to find something called the star beat, uh, which is like, she describes it as like a feeling she got when she looked up at the stars as a kid. And she's like, it just makes my heart flutter and pound in excitement. I'm so excited. And everyone's like staring at her. Is like, it's why is she still talking? These people don't know about the, the Muse space idol conspiracy <laughs> theory. I can't believe we're still doing that. <laughs> I'm just saying we have this whole connection to idols ascending into space and inhabiting other bodies. She knows about it. Maybe the star beat is just the voice of the the omnipresent being from uh, AKB0048. I think the star beat is the beat of your heart, star. She's oh, talking about you. Oh, fuck. It's the beat of the stars. That's right. That's, yeah, it's me. She's looking for me. Come to me, Kasumi. I will put top hats on both of your hair lumps. (laughs) Just hang it like a a hat on a hat stand. Like a little coat hanger. I will put a tiny, come to me and I will give to you the tiny hats you deserve. Anyway, um, the only thing I could think of during this monologue she has was, girl, you're posting cringe in the chat. Because <laughs> she just goes on for so long and gets yes. kind of embarrassed later because everyone's, like, laughing at her. Um, this doesn't really ever come up again, by the way. Not in any sort of meaningful way. Um, it was it just mentioned a few it's, times. It's just establishing it's, her connection to the Idol Illuminati, we understand. Clearly, clearly. Uh, somewhere in here, we also meet Saya, a uh, drummer, who is one of her classmates. Don't worry about her just yet. She's just kind of around, mm-hmm. um, but she does not become, like, an official character until later. Okay. Um, I mean, I mean, like, she's there, but she's not important until she joins the band, right? Mm-hmm. She's, like, the th- she's one of the third years gotcha. in Love Live. She's, like, there, and she's in the plot, but she doesn't really, like, join the group until much later. I have a question. Okay. Do the characters who are just side characters and not Bang Dream Girls have Kogias eyes? Everyone in the show has Code Geass okay, eyes. I just Sarah. wanted to see what the connection this is was. Not, this is not an AKB situation. They all have the Code Geass eyes. Gotcha. The Code Geass fire emblem eyes. Um, it's just part of the art style, I guess, and it drives me crazy because it looks kind of scary. Gotcha. Anyway, so she is on the way home from school. And she's such an anime character. She sees, like, a little gold star sticker on a sign. Just, like, on the side of a sign. And she's like, oh, a sticker. And then she looks further down the street, and she sees another sticker. Uh Uh-oh. And she's like, oh, it's a trail. I will follow this trail. And she she just, like, freaking Hansel and Gretel just follows a trail of gold star stickers. Because she has the attention span of an anime character. Mm -hmm. Uh, She eventually, she follows it all the way into, like, the backyard of, like, this pawn shop. Oh. And just totally does, like, a breaking and entering into, like, this little warehouse in the back. Oh. And she sees, like, this guitar case with, like, some of these big star stickers on it. And she's like, oh, shit. Um, And then Arisa shows up. Okay. Our our blonde pigtail Sundare keyboardist. Uh-huh. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing in my house? Oh, gee. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, has scissors because she was like doing a bonsai thing. And she's like, if you don't get out of here, I'll cut you. Nice. I like her. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I have mixed feelings about her, but she she does show up like with, an, with basically like scissors in her hands. And she's like, I'm going to cut the shit out of you. You don't, you don't get out of my house. <laughs> nice. 
And Kasumi's like, the star stickers led me here. What's in that guitar case? And she's like, I don't know. It's a fucking guitar. This is all just junk. I've been trying to get rid of it. Uh, and so they open up the guitar case and it is the star shaped guitar. Uh, it's like red. It's barely star shaped. It's like star shaped. If you put it through like content aware filter and Photoshop. It looks like it would be more star-shaped than other guitars. I mean, certainly so, but I would not describe it as a star-shaped guitar. It's shaped like an X, kind mm. of. Uh, it's kind of ugly, if you ask me personally, but that's just my personal opinion. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. I don't oh, it looks like, like it. That's just what people call that kind of guitar, a star guitar. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's called a random star, which mm -hmm. is like an actual guitar model that's been around for a while. Uh, so like, it's a star, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so she's got. She looks at that and she's like, "Wow, I want to learn how to play this because it's pretty." And Arisa's like, "Well, you can't play it here. Just like go to a live house if you want to play music or something." Keep in mind, Kasumi has never played guitar before. She barely mm -hmm. knows what a guitar is. And then she's like, where's a live house? And Arisa's like, fine, I'll take you to a fucking live house. And so Kasumi just takes this guitar with her. She's just carrying it, like, s attached to her chest, just, like, hugging it. Yeah, like the guy from Given. Like the guy from... Oh, god damn it. <laughs> Star, exactly Star. like the Star's guy like, from oh, Given. like, oh, no, I'm gonna cry. It, <laughs> it, doesn't even have a, it doesn't even have a case, though. She's oh, just no. carrying it loose and out. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, it has the case, but she doesn't take the case with her. She just hugs it. Aww. Now I'm thinking about given. Fuck you, Sarah. I know. <laughs> no, I'm sad. God damn it. Don't forget, we're gonna we're gonna resurrect him with Zombie Land Saga, and then. Oh, that's right. Yep, I forgot about right. that if, shit. If you'll oh. be able to resolve his trauma, and oh, that's that's soon. Because <laughs> <laughs> Kurt's title October is next month. Oh boy. Uh, anyway, so they go to a live house, and the live house is called Space. Uh, this is an important location. Be sure to remember it. They went to space. Um. They they do they do go to space. AKB is confirmed. Anyway, yes. um, so the owner comes out. The owner is a character. She doesn't have a name. She's just called owner. Um, oh. She is like a shopkeeper NPC, but she's grumpy. Uh oh. Um, she's like this old woman. She walks with a cane, and she's got gray hair, but she's got like a pink streak in it. Well, she's a cool grandma. She's a cool grandma. She doesn't play by your grandma's rules. <laughs> <laughs> And anyway, uh, she's like, you can't play here unless you pass my audition, but you should stick oh. around and watch a show. So they do. Uh, so they stay and they watch a show. It's um, So apparently Space is like a girls only band live house. That's good, because otherwise all of the other Bushy Road fans are going to get angry. I know. We can't have boys in our band, May. What the fuck? Anyway, so there's an all-girls band called Glitter Green, or Ooh. Goody Goody, as they are sometimes called. I just called them GG in my notes. GG, GG, baby, 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 GG, They anyway. don't play instrument rock bands. Shh, let me let me have my one K-pop that I actually know anything about. Um, anyway, so um, they're kind of sort of the senpais, but they're not that important. I didn't bother to write down any of their names. Just know that they exist. Sounds good. Um, they're the yeah. leprechauns because they're green. I decided. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Makes sense. Uh, and they are so good that Kasumi gets super hype and she's like, oh my god, I want to start a band. Nice. End of episode one. There you go. Yep. 
So we basically pick up episode two, exactly where episode one leaves off. Uh, the events are a little out of order here because, like, they start the next day and then they do a flashback that says what happened the previous day. I'm just mm. going to do it in order so it makes more sense. Yes. Um, basically, they're so hype at this live house uh, that Kasumi just on the spot asks Arisa to join a band with her. Um, Arisa gets flustered and she's like, soon, soon, no. Um, she yoinks the guitar out of Kasumi's hand and she leaves. Um, and they also run into Rimi, who is there um, in the audience, and we'll get back to that. Oh. Um, so the next day, um, they go to school, and Kasumi goes up to Saya, the drummer, Ponytail, and she's like, oh my god, Saya, you're never gonna believe it, I've decided that I'm gonna start a band. And Saya's like, okay. Sure, why cool. not? Cool. <laughs> cool. Good for you. <laughs> um, and then Arisa, okay, so Arisa's thing is she goes to their school, but she, like, never shows up. Okay. She skips class, like, most days, because oh, I guess no. she's just, like, a prodigy or something. And she's like, I don't need to go. I'm the top student in the school. I could just skip class whenever I want to. Oh, I mean, I guess? I Yeah, she's, I'm like, okay, whatever, girl. Um, So Kasumi, like, keeps following Orisa around like a little lost puppy and she's like oh my god you should join my band with me please join my band please very, join my band let me have that guitar and let me very love life he's like let me have that guitar so that we can play in a band together and arisa's is like no fuck off um so we also at some point are properly introduced to rimi mm -hmm. uh who is once again like short black hair bassist mm -hmm. shy shy uwu. Uwu. um and we find out that rimi's older sister is the lead guitarist of Goody Goody, GG, oh. Glitter Green. And so that's why she was at the live house that night. So her older sister plays guitar, she plays bass. I see. Mm -hmm. uh, so we meet her. And Kasumi's like, oh my god, you play bass, you should totally join our band. <laughs> that exists now. That, are, that totally exists because I say it exists, yeah. Yes. But that's not important yet. She'll she'll get her episode next episode. Right now, we're still trying to convince Arisa to join the band. Mm -hmm. um, so Kasumi, she, she's just like, she wants that guitar so bad. But she also wants to make friends with Arisa. And so she just keeps showing up at Arisa's house. And Arisa's kind of being like a brat. Is like, she's only hanging out with me because she wants that guitar from me. Mm -hmm. So she ends up putting it on eBay. Oh, no. And it's going for like $3,000. Oh, and Kasumi's whoa. like... Oh, no, I can't afford that. But she keeps asking her, is like, hey, can I come over and look at the guitar again? And Arisu's like, God, fine. Um, oh, I, I might accidentally call her Arisu a few times. I don't know why. I just keep wanting to call her that. So if I do, apologies. Her name uh, is Arisa. A nickname. Arisa. Arisa. <laughs> I, I keep saying Arisu. I can't. Damn it. I did it in my notes. Fuck. Uh, Arisa. Damn it. Oh, jeez. Uh, so apologize. Apologies if I keep doing that. There's an Idolmaster character named Arisu, and she's cute, and I like her. <laughs> I, oh, my God. How many times did I make this typo in my notes? It's like three in one paragraph. New anyway. nickname. <laughs> New nickname. Anyway. Um, apologies to all the Arisa stands in the audience. I'm gonna say your girl's name wrong sometimes, occasionally. Oops. Um, but yeah, so Arisa's in the process of, like, cleaning out that warehouse of, like, all the junk that's in there. Because I guess, like, the deal- she made a deal with her grandma that once she cleans it out, she can just kind of, like, use it as her zone. Oh. The Arisa zone. Arisa zone. 
Um, and so Kasumi just keeps coming over, and so she's not just standing there awkwardly. She actually, like, comes over every single day for, like, a week and a half or something like that, and just, Ooh. like, helps her clean the space out, and, like, helps her, like, get rid of some of the junk in there. And there's kind of, like, a little montage of them doing that, and then between all this, like, Kasumi's still asking, is like, can I see the guitar again, please? And Narisa's and like, yeah, I guess. Um, and eventually they finish... Um, cleaning up the stuff, um, and then now it's, like, it's got, like, this upper floor, but it's also got, like, a little basement that's just kind of, like, a chill hangout zone, um, and somewhere in here, we find out that Arisa used to play the piano, and the little stars that Kasumi followed to the pawn shop, she was the one who put them there, oh. um, because she used to take piano lessons, and every time she played a song correctly, she would get a little gold star sticker. I used to get and stars when I played songs, right? Yeah, and so lessons. she just like she just like would stick them up everywhere. Cute. Um, and so that's how they got there. And I found this really cute and charming. Actually, it's like, oh, that's adorable. I love it. You find out Arisa actually quit playing piano. She just kind of got bored of it and didn't care anymore. Same. I switched um, to oboe. A. <laughs> I did like it, though, because in addition to stars, my piano teacher also gave me Skittles. What? I would much rather have Skittles. I got both. Oh! I know. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I want Skittles now, damn it. Sarah, fax me some Skittles. I don't have Skittles. I haven't played piano in so go long. To... <laughs> you can only get Skittles at piano lessons. I can only get Skittles when I go to my neighbor's house to take my piano lessons. And she's not your neighbor anymore, probably. No, she's not, because I don't live in my old house where I grew up anymore. Oh, rip. I guess no Skittles for either of us, No then, Skittles Sarah. anymore. You have disappointed me. Forbidden. I will never recover from this, Sarah. Shout out to my piano teacher for giving me Skittles and stickers. So, um, Arisa just kind of, like, gave up on the piano after a while. She has, like, a little, like, not a grand piano, but, like, a little, like, like stand-up piano, like, in the back of the little mm -hmm. warehouse, and you can see it, like, just gathering dust back there. And, uh, and then Kasumi's like, well, if you can play piano, you can play keyboard in our band. And Arisa's <laughs> like, I don't remember how to play. And she's like, you could learn. <laughs> band. 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 Join my fucking band. Um, but yeah, so eventually, um, Kasumi asks to see the guitar again. But when she goes to, like, pick up the case, it breaks. Uh-oh. Like, the handle breaks off. And then one of the strings on the guitar breaks. And then they drag it to a music store to get the string replaced. And during all of this, Arisu's just like, oh, well, maybe she does care about me as well as that guitar. Mm. And then everyone else starts crying because they remember that a broken string can be replaced because given. Ah! Sarah, you can't do this to me. Go listen to our given episode to hear me cry in real time. <laughs> You have to fix the broken string of your soul. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so um, Arisa's like, fine, God, I guess you can have the guitar. Jesus Christ. Um, and then the bottom floor of the warehouse also becomes their eventual practice space. Yay. And then she got banned from eBay. And then she got banned from eBay for, like, canceling on a on an auction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That is that does come up. She charges Kasumi like five bucks and be like, "That's the cost of the cancellation fee on eBay." That's funny. On anime eBay. That's cute. <laughs> it it was it was pretty cute. Uh, episode three. 
It's Remy time. Remy. It's bassist time. Badoon doon 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 ooh woo. Yep. So anyway, um at school, uh Kasumi just takes the guitar to school. The case is broken, so she doesn't have a case. She's just like holding it, and they're like, You can't just have a guitar out, girl, stop it. Uh, but Remy notices, and Remy like runs up to them, and she's like, "Hey, so I know last episode I said I was I, like you asked me to be in your band, but I decided that I can't be in your band. Okay, bye." Uh-oh. And she runs off. Oh no! Oh no! Mm-hmm. And so a big part of this episode, like the majority of this episode, is spent with Kasumi trying to figure out why Remy won't join the band, and Remy Remy just like continuously not wanting to tell her why. Occasionally, like, actually breaking down into tears and oh, running no. off when the conversation gets brought up. Shy uwu baby, Sarah. Uwu oh, no. cry tears baby uwu. What we eventually find out is that she, Remy, is so shy uwu. Mm-hmm. Um, she has, like, crippling social anxiety and oh, stage no. fright. Um, and so she's like, I can't go on stage because I'd be so afraid of all the people looking at me and watching me. And she's like, I think of, it's like, I want to be in a band so bad, but I don't think I can because of my crippling social anxiety oh, and no, stage that's really fright. Oh, really sad, actually. <laughs> don't, don't get too sad. Okay. Uh, the cure is get over it, apparently. Oh, I see. That's how it works. <laughs> I understand that. Yeah. The cure is just get over it. That's um, how it so- works. So latter half of the episode, uh, Remy's older sister, the guitarist from Glitter Green, I didn't write down her name, uh, she and all the other third years go on a trip to Okinawa, um, and they have a live show planned for the day they come back from Okinawa, which seems like bad timing. Mm -hmm. Um, But Sarah, there's a storm and their flight is delayed. Hmm, in my bushy road. (laughs) In my bushy road? More likely than you think. More likely than you think. (laughs) Anyway, so Kasumi, Arisu, and Rimi are there, um, and then the show just kind of ends without Glitter Green going on, and the audience gets kind of upset. There's like, where's Gigi? Where are they? Um, And they're like upset, and Kasumi is like, my time to shine. Mm -hmm. And so she jumps on the stage Uh and starts singing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Okay. Just acapella. All right. Everyone's favorite thing at the live house. I wrote it in my notes, girl, you posted cringe again, because this is admittedly very hard to watch. Yes. Like, it's anime cutesy, but it's hard to watch. Like, Uh I don't get secondhand embarrassment from shows. This was giving me secondhand embarrassment. Yeah. Uh, and so she, like, sings it all the way through, and then she drags Arisa on stage and gives her, like, a castanet, and so Arisa's just, like, mortified, and she just eventually is just like, oh, God, castanets, yep. yep, and Kasumi's just, like, still singing, and everyone in the show is just kind of, like, laughing, and I'm like, that you would not be laughing, you'd be walking away cringing if this yeah. actually happened. Girl, you posted cringe in the chat. Yeah. Uh, and eventually, Remy is seeing this, and she and she's like, "Oh, they're trying to stall for my sister. I also have to stall for my sister because they should be here any minute. They just got held up by the damn typhoon." And so Remy gets all serious, and she grabs her bass. I don't know why she has her bass, but she has it. Okay. Um, here, and she jumps on stage with them and starts playing the bass line to "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star." Uh huh. They stall for about five minutes, and then Glitter Green shows up. Okay, I mean, we could have just, like, not had anyone go on stage for five minutes, but sure. 
Apparently. Yeah, like, we did not need this. Um, And then, uh, like, the Glitter Green Girls jump on stage, and then they do a cover of Twinkle Twinkle Little Star with full band accompaniment. Uh And apparently the cure for Remy's crippling social anxiety and stage fright was to just get over it. I see. And me, as your professional therapist, uh, sure. (laughs) (laughs) It's like... It's a thing for the first half of the episode to cause drama, and it never comes up again. Oh, yeah. It never comes up again. And I'm like, okay. 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 It's like, we just get over it. Also, um, after Remy decides to join the band, they make plans to perform at the school's culture festival, which is going to be the thing that we talk about for the rest of the anime almost. Gotcha. Um, it, it was talked about earlier in there some way. It's not important. Point is, they're going to the culture festival. Mm-hmm. Episode four. Woohoo. Um, Kasumi has been teaching herself how to play Twinkle Twinkle Little Star on the guitar. I'm glad that she's learning guitar at least. Finally learning guitar, yes, instead of just like holding it and strumming it randomly. Mm-hmm. But she's doing like the like, like finger picking just like one string at a time. It's like, girl needs to watch some YouTube videos. I know. Um, and she sucks, and she's, like, showing off real excitedly, like, during, like, a class break, and her classmates are just like, is that it? And she's like, well, I mean, I'm, I'm still learning, but it is Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. You want me to play it again? Um, and then, da 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 Tai appears. Oh. So this is other guitarist, and she also has, like, a guitar case on her back. And Kasumi, like, runs up to her, and is like, oh my god, do you play a guitar would you like to be in my band? Yeah. And Ty is like, you're weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so later on, they're both in the same home ec class, mm-hmm. like a little sewing class. Uh, and they both have to stay behind to finish like their projects because they get too ambitious and they have to like stay behind to finish after school. Uh, during this remedial lesson, Kasumi gets bored, pulls out her guitar, and starts playing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star again, and Mm -hmm. Tai is like, you should, like, learn some chords, too. Yeah. Uh, and so, over the next couple days, Tai ends up, like, kind of taking her under her wing and, like, learning her how to do, like, guitar chords and stuff. Thank God. And so the bulk bulk of the episode is basically just kind of, like, them going back and forth to these lessons, um, that are supposed to be remedial home ec classes, but that turn into guitar lessons. That's funny. I feel like that would be a thing that would happen in a real high school, if you're like, yeah. It would... (laughs) It was it was pretty cute. I'm not gonna lie. It's pretty I'm cute. biased because I like Tai, but yeah. Um, so she basically becomes the guitar senpai. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, it comes up at some point she does actually work part time at Space, the Live House. Oh, connection. And so we we've actually like seen her in the background a few times, oh, and I, I didn't see. realize it until I was rewatching the show to take notes. That's cute. Yeah. Um, so, but the problem here is that Kasumi has been going to these after school remedial. Um, home ex slash guitar lesson she hasn't been going to practice for the band that she started. Uh-oh. And so Arisa gets mad. Uh-oh. She gets jealous that Kasumi has stopped showing up to band practice. And so she kind of like tells tells Kasumi off. And so later, um, once they, they finally finish their home ec projects and Kasumi runs to Arisa's house and she's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, woo, forgive me. <laughs> and Arisa's like, I'm angry, but okay, I Soon forgive soon. you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they're at, Kas- um, not Kasumi, they're at Arisu's house. Arisa! Arisa! God damn it! 
And uh, so they're just like kind of talking and then they walk into like the main house. It's not the warehouse. And Tae is just there uh, eating eating dinner with Arisa's grandma. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And so she's just there. And uh, on their way home, Kasumi asks Tae if she wants to join the band. And Tae's like, yeah, sure, I guess. Hey. Um, and then Kasumi's like, yeah, our goal is to one day we're going to play at Space, that live house that you work at. And Tae's like, no, you you can't. <laughs> and Kasumi's like, nani? <laughs> uh, and then the episode ends. Uh-oh. Episode five. Oh, why can't we work in space? So just on their way home, uh, Kasumi and Tae go to space. And, like, it's closed right now, so they just kind of, like, want... I mean, like, the owner's there, they but, like, there's no in. performance. They just no, bust They don't in. break in. Like, the owner is there, and she lets them in, but, like, there's no, like, other people there. It's just kind of, like, it's off hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they just kind of, like, talk about the history a little bit. The owner apparently used to be a band. She made her own live house for girls only because apparently of the stereotype that live houses were, like, too rowdy and violent. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, I will make my own live house that is not rowdy and violent. Oh, I see. Um, but because she's so passionate about music, she was, like, tired of some people just coming in there and just using it kind of, like, as an open mic, and they sucked. Mm. Um, the owner only lets people perform there if they... Only lets people perform there if they can pass her audition. I see. Makes and sense. And so tie it... Yeah. I mean, yeah, it makes sense, because you don't want trash on your stage that you mm-hmm. cultivated. Um, like, I get it. Uh, so Ty is like, I want to play here so badly. Um, I actually started working here so I could watch the performances more frequently, but I still have a long way to go. Um, and then Ty says, I'll join your band if you can put on a performance that quote unquote makes me tremble. Oh. Yeah. So she's like, you have to impress me if you want me to join your band. Uh, so the other girls are like, well, how the fuck do we do that? Uh, they... Try to get jobs at space, mm-hmm. and the owner's like, "No, yeah, that's fair." So there goes there goes that plan. Um, but they do stick around to watch a concert, and then they start thinking about like what they want to do for their own concert to make Tai tremble, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. They just have to turn the AC down. Yeah, like a lot. Yeah, really, <laughs> basically. <laughs> um, so they um, decide they're going to do like just a little like mini concert at um, Arisa's warehouse, just like the little basement where they practice. Um, And they're like, well, we need a song to play. And Kasumi's like, let's just play Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. And everyone else is like, no. We're done with that one now. (laughs) We're done with that shit. Um, And so Rimi, uh, their bassist, actually brings up, like, she wrote a song with her older sister. Uh, They haven't really done anything with it yet. um, But they could use that for, like, their little, like, clubhouse (laughs) performance. Um, But the song is too difficult for Kasumi to play. Womp. And so she actually ends up dragging Tae to their practices like please help me learn how to play this oh no yeah um so a big chunk of this episode is dedicated to like them practicing and learning more about guitars and stuff it's your mm-hmm. your standard like music education class built mm-hmm. into an anime um Tai eventually just kind of like starts playing along with them instead of just being a teacher senpai mm-hmm. And then even, like, joins in with the concert that they were putting on for her. Yeah, that's cute. It, it, was, it was pretty cute. Um, so, like, the audience of this mini concert is uh, Saya, the future drummer, mm-hmm. uh, Arisa's grandma, and then the uh, Rimi's older sister, and then Kasumi has a younger sister who's not relevant to the plot at all. She's just gotcha. kind of there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all show up to watch. 
Also, Taya has a bunch of pet rabbits, so she bring one. <laughs> she brings one and calls it her boyfriend. I love it. Um, <laughs> and they play the little song together. It's called "My Heart Is a Chocolate Coronet." Wow, um, this is straight up K on energy. <laughs> it's straight up K on energy. Yeah. As far as the songs um, go. So the thing is, it's not good. Oh no. That's actually like one of the things about the show is like it takes a while for the music to get good mm-hmm. and it makes sense because they're all beginner performers so mm-hmm. they all kind of suck at first and I love I like it's hard to listen to cuz they they're not great. Mm-hmm. And like Sumi's singing voice is real rough. She's not like off pitch or anything. She just has like problems with consistency, I think, mm-hmm. and like kind of keeping a tone throughout. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I mean, like, it's it's very much like freshman year of high school. We just started a band vibes. That's cute. Which I, I actually, like, it was hard to listen to because it wasn't very good, but it was cute. Yeah, and, it's like, really cute. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is, this is kind of cute. This is adorable. Look at them try. They're doing their very best. Mm-hmm. I can give They're them that. They're doing their rubesti. Mm-hmm. They're very big rubesti, yeah. Um, and then Ty is just like, well, I guess I'm in the band now. Cute. Yay! That's really cute, actually. I like how yeah. she just kind of accidentally ended up in the band. Yep. Okay, wait, hold on. Did I accidentally skip an episode? Whoa. Uh, it goes from episode six to episode eight. Hold on. Pause, Uh-oh. please. <laughs> Pause. Okay, yeah, I guess episode, like, so the one I just said was episode five. Mm-hmm. Um. So episode six and seven, I guess, are just so similar that I just they just bled together in my brain. That's fair. And so they're now one episode. Okay. So like the the Wikipedia article has one has like two sentences for this for episode six. Um so basically like the next three episodes are kind of like the same arc. Mm-hmm. It's the Saya arc. Um so uh episode six, uh Kasumi is made the president of the uh like the student or like the cultural festival planning board. Oh. She appoints Saya as her vice president. Um they come up with a name for the band. What's the band name? Poppin' Party. Poppin' Party. Or Popipa for short. Uh, but I abbreviated in it in my notes as PP. PP. <laughs> it's because, yeah, I guess, like, they call it Popipa, um, but they don't call it until after I had started writing PP in my notes. I understand. Yeah. Uh, and so, also, uh, Saya, at some point, runs into an old bandmate. Uh-oh. Drama. Yeah. yeah, so, like, legitimately, not a lot happens in this episode to the point where it literally just congealed into the next episode in my brain. Uh, anyway, uh-huh. so... <laughs> This is a show that didn't need to be 13 episodes, maybe. Um, anyway, so episode uh, seven. Episode seven. seven. It's episode six in my notes, but it's episode seven. Uh, so the sad backstory is scattered throughout the episode. Oh, time to hear it's the very tragic much backstory. Like that, like that we, we learn more and more as we go on. But for the sake of brevity and explaining it for our podcast, I'm just going to tell you what happens all at once. And I assume it's not as sad as given. Oh, certainly not. No <laughs> one dies in Bang Dream. Don't worry. So Saya's thing is she used to be in a band. Mm-hmm. 
Um, she was going to be the drummer in a little, like, four-person band with some other, like, of her, like, old friends and schoolmates. Like, two of them go to the same, or she and one other girl go to the same school, but two others go to a different school based on their uniforms. Um, I don't remember the bandmates' names. I did not write them down, because they're not important. Um, but, so the bad, the sad backstory that we learn, just kind of scattered throughout this episode in the next one, is that, um, Saya was the drummer with another band. And they were going to do their very first concert at, like, a summer Matsuri. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they're, like, looking out at the audience right before they go on, Saya realizes her family's not in the audience. And she's like, huh, that's weird. Everyone else's family is here, and they said they'd be here. So she calls home, and her brother... She's got two younger siblings, mm-hmm. a brother and a sister. I don't remember their names. Um, but... She answers the phone, and the younger brother is just screaming and crying, and he's like, Saya, Saya, you have to come home. Something happened to mom. Wait, that's, wait, 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 you said no one no, dies. No, yeah, no one dies. Okay. Um, so, a parent, and so Saya has to rush home, because her mom got rushed to the hospital right before their performance, and so she was never able to perform with her band. Oh, like, they had to go on without her. It turns out her mom was fine. Uh, she, we find out later that her mom is anemic. Mm. We don't know if there's an underlying cause for that. We just know that the mom gets really tired very easily. Um, and she can work herself uh, too hard and she gets sick. And sometimes she can collapse if she works too hard. Pretty bad when you don't have red blood cells. Yeah, she, it's funny because she actually does have like a very similar hairstyle to the anime, the sickly anime mom. Oh no! So she she's very much that trope. Oh no! Uh, so the other thing we found this out in earlier episodes. Um, Saya's family runs a bakery, and um, so her mom is like running the bakery, and so is her dad. And so Saya works at this bakery all the time. And you find out in this episode the reason she's so dedicated to working at this bakery and helping her family out is because if her mom works too hard, she'll fucking pass out. Yeah. And so she never wants that to happen again. And also she's got the two younger siblings, so she kind of becomes a parental figure to her two younger siblings because her mom is like, her mom's very much like, everything's daijoubu, daughter-sama, it's okay. Um, but um, but Saya's like, no, it's not okay because you're going to collapse again. Here, let me fold the laundry, let me do the dishes, let me take over for you in the bakery. It's okay, it's mm-hmm. fine, I got this. Gotcha. So That's she's not very, a healthy mother-daughter relationship. It isn't. And, like, the mom does not encourage it. It's all Saya's doing. Like, she she takes on the responsibility because she feels like, I can help my mom so that this never happens again. Mm. So I'm just going to take to carry all of this burden by myself so that she doesn't get sick anymore. Mm. Which is, like, a serious, like, thing. She, like, she has the most character development out of any of the characters, mm-hmm. I would argue. Because you can, like... I would argue that her... Okay, so, like, they have personalities. I would argue that hers is, throughout the series, the most developed in terms of we understand why she is, like, the way that she is. That makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Um, so her whole thing is, like, she just takes on all of this responsibility um, for her family because she feels like, if I don't, my mom is going to wear herself out and she'll get sick and I have to protect my family. Gotcha. Like, that's her whole thing. She's the very much, like, responsible uh, type... Mm-hmm. Um, like she's the worry wart, she's responsible, she's literally the mom friend. Not mm-hmm. not like really, but she's like, I have to take care of my family mm-hmm. so that my mom doesn't get sick anymore. Gotcha. But that ends up meaning that she has to sacrifice the things that make her happy. 
Like band. Like band. Because she does end up quitting her old band before she ever gets to perform with them. Because she just feels like she's too much of a burden. Aww. She's like, I keep causing problems for them. I'm too much of a burden on them. They keep having to walk around eggshells on me or around me because, like, they, I keep making them worry. I'm If I'm in your band, I'm just going to be a burden. Aww. And so that's why she ends up quitting her old band. And so in this episode, um, they've decided on their band name and they make posters for their school festival performance. And they actually put Saya's name on there. <laughs> okay. Which was odd because, like, unless I missed something, they never really actually asked her to be in the band. Right. It never has really come up that she can play the drums. Uh-huh. And they're just like, Saya's, you're, you're totally in our band now, by the way. Yeah. And Saya's like, I can't be in your band. And they're like, no, you're in our band. Right. Um. So the old bandmate... Um, actually sees, um, like, the poster, and she's like, oh, so you, uh, you joined a band, huh? And Sai's like, no, they, uh, that, that's a mistake, that's a typo, they shouldn't have put that on there. And there's, like, just kind of, like, some awkward tension there. Mm. Um, it's not, like, tense, it's, like, the, the other bandmate, like, she seems, like, she's, like, she's smiling, she doesn't seem bitter, she just seems kind of sad. Yeah. And Sai's like, no, bye. Gotcha. Yeah, so later on, uh, the group goes to a, um, like, minus Saya. The girls go to, uh, like, a music store. Um, and they're just kind of, like, hanging out, doing anime shit there. And then the bandmate appears. Same one? Same one. Uh-huh. Um, her name is Natsuki, according to Wikipedia. I'm just going to call her bandmate. Bandmate. Because <laughs> I don't think she's that important. <laughs> she's just, like, there for drama. Um, and so she kind of explains what happened. Um, kind of, like, tells Kasumi the backstory, and she's like, we never found out why, uh, Saya quit the band. She just kind of, like, up and left, and didn't really give us a reason why. And so later, uh, Kasumi goes to Saya's house, and she, like, more formally asks her, is like, hey, we've written a song, we want you to join the band, please join our band. <laughs> and then they have, it, it starts as a conversation, but ends up, like, breaking into a fight. Oh. Of, like, Saya being like, I just be a burden. I can't join a band. And Kasumi's like, what? Do you just hate music or something? And Saya's like, obviously, I don't hate music. I love music, but I can't do it. I can't be a burden to you guys. And Kasumi's like, you wouldn't be a burden. I'm also a burden. I'm obnoxious. And Saya's <laughs> like, shut up. And it's Saya's just her thing is just she has so much residual guilt. Mm hmm from what happened with her old band, that she does not let herself be happy anymore. Aww. Um, and so eventually they go downstairs and the rest of the band girls are there. The rest of Popipa. They're Popipa. all, like, just in her living room. And they're like, yeah, we heard that. Um, but the rest of the girls are like, hey, listen, I'm gonna text you the music. We'll give you a copy of the lyrics. Performance is tomorrow. We'll be waiting for you. And they leave. And, uh, Saya, it's implied that she deletes it off her phone. Uh-oh. After they leave. Because you get, you see, like, a little screen of her phone that says, would you like to delete this song? And then the screen just kind of fades to black. Dramatic. Mm-hmm. Episode eight. Uh-oh. It's school festivals day. Uh-oh. I apparently typoed Saya's name as Data here. Data. Apparently, I watched Star Trek, and I didn't Apparently. know it. <laughs> so, Saya is about to leave for school. I mean, they do go to space. They do go to space. Mm -hmm. The final frontier. 
the five-year journey of the <laughs> Starship Enterprise. <laughs> of the Starship Poppy Pa. <laughs> um, yeah. So she's about to leave to go to school when her mom, like, is leaning over the sink and she starts looking kind of uh, tired. Uh-oh. And Saya loses her mind. Mm-hmm. And we cut back to the school. Uh, this must have been in that episode that I mentally skipped, but Saya's parents work at a bakery, so they decided that they were going to have, um, they were going to do a bakery for their school class thing, and mm-hmm. so Saya's family bakery was going to be the ones who gave them all the pastries they were going to have at their cafe. So, the dad shows up at the school to drop off all the pastries, and Kasumi's like, hey, where's Saya? And the dad's like, she's okay, they had to go to the hospital with her mom because the mom got kind of sick, but she'll be fine. Mm-hmm. They just told her to rest. So Kasumi ends up leaving a voicemail for Saya. Um, she's like, hey, are you okay? Is your family okay? Are your little siblings okay? And then during the recording of this, this actually got to me. This mm-hmm. like this scene, I actually teared up a little bit. Because like, uh, Saya's just like kind of alone in like the hospital hallway, like listening to this voicemail. And it starts, it's just Kasumi. And she's just like, hey, just calling to check in, make sure you guys were all okay. The school festival's happening. We wish you were here. And then you just hear, like, all of the classmates start chiming in. He's like, hey, are you talking to Saya? Hey, Saya, guess what? He's like, the school festival's awesome, and you should totally get, um, you should totally be here. We miss you. We love you. Uh, if you need any help, just let us know. And it's just, it's like, Aww. everyone's, like, yelling all at once. And it's just really, really cute. That's really sweet. Um, and then eventually, like, Sumi hangs up and then leaves another voicemail. And she's like, hey, um, so I dropped off the lyrics at your house this morning. Uh, we're still waiting for you. Um, and I hope that everything's okay. Mm-hmm. And so Sai is just, like, reading the lyrics. And <sighs> Crunchyroll has disappointed me because they did not translate the lyrics to the song. Oh, no. That was so important in the episode. <laughs> so I wish I knew what those lyrics were, but we don't get to find out. Uh, but anyway, so Saya is reading through these lyrics, and I would assume it has to do with what she's going through. It just—it's just this. It just says, "Join my band" over and over and over again. Join my band. Join my band. Hey, Saya, join my <laughs> band. <laughs> but no, so she's reading them, and she just gets emotional and like really starts crying, and mm-hmm. I got emotional too because like. The vibes of this scene are it's very much like she's been carrying so much by herself. And then this is kind of the moment where she realizes that other people want to help her. I think it's really sweet that it was like more of a, hey, we all care about you and not like it's because of the music and you have to do this because being an idol is serious, you know? No, no, no. It's more of a friendship thing. And I think it's it's absolutely more of a friendship thing. And it was really sweet because like a lot of the classmates who were chiming in, they're like not in the band. They don't care about the band. They don't know she's in the band. They were just like, hey, we love you and value you as our friend. Mm -hmm. And we hope that you're okay. Yeah, I think that's sweet. And like, we're all here. We're, We're your new support network. Also join our band. Yes. <laughs> um, so at this point, Saya's mom comes out to find her. And she's like, Saya, you should you should go. 
And there's a line in here that like actually got to me a lot. It's like, you are so, you are such a kind person, but you should really save some of that kindness for yourself. And Aww. I'm like, anime mom. Good job, anime mom. That's I'm good glad you're not. I'm glad you're not dead, anime mom. <laughs> <laughs> Asterisk yet. <laughs> no, Sarah. <laughs> Nobody dies in Bang Dream, as far okay. as I know. Uh. At least not in the first season. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen the last, the next two. We thought nobody died in Love Live either, but then there was the credits where they got raptured. That, oh god, oh no. Oh, Bang Dream, oh no. Rapture in my Bushy Road? It's already happened once. Oh no. <laughs> anyway, so, Saya runs to the school. She's listening to the music in her headphones. She's running to the school dramatically. Dramatically? Oi. Sarah. You can continue. <laughs> no, I don't think I can, actually. <laughs> I think I need to focus on what the fuck you just did to me. Dramatically. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> anyway, so so speaking of dramatically, but I'm... But I'm get it? Get it? Because it's a drum beat! It's a drums! <laughs> I'm like, swinging my arms around like I'm gonna punch somebody. Anyway, because I'm so fucking hyped. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So, um, she's, she's at the school, and she's about to run into the auditorium where the band performance is happening, and she hears them doing the opening MC, and she's confronted by her old bandmates. <gasps> There and a are. wind blows through the <laughs> the, the scene, mm -hmm. and um, so the other girls, the other bandmates, are like, "Hey, um, did you like being in a band with us?" And Sai is like, "Yes, of course I did. I'm sorry." And they hug Aww. and they cry, and uh, so the the rival brand band. Um, I forgot their names. Uh, it's like Cospa um, or C C Chispa. That's what Chispa. it is. You don't have to remember that. It's not going to be important after this. Um, but they got themselves a new drummer. And the new drummer like gives Saya her drumstick. It's like, here, you got to go perform with Aww. them. That other band. That's Cute. not us. Because we already have a drummer. It's me. <laughs> She's not like that. But that was the vibe I got. Yep. <laughs> um, and so Saya... Walks like Poppin' Party, they're about to start their new song that they wrote just for the cultural festival, and Saya walks in dramatically, and everyone turns to look at her, and Saya like walks up to the stage and she's like looking at them and she's like, Hey, I'm here. And Kasumi's like, Yeah, you are, and she like reaches down and helps her climb up onto the stage, which is annoying because there were stairs right there. But that's not like, cool. <laughs> It's not cool, but Sarah, there were stairs on the side of the stage. We saw them in the background, like, as she was walking up to the stage. But also, it's a metaphor, because Kasumi helps her onto the stage. And it's also, like, yeah, it's a insert drummer joke here. <sighs> anyway. Uh, they play a new song! It's called Starbeat. Just like you. Just like me. It's the beat of my heart, baby. Mm -hmm. It's... Uh, severely low because I'm anemic. Yay! But anyway... Oh, uh, no! <laughs> I pass out if I stand up too fast. Anyway... Oh, no! Uh, <laughs> Take some iron supplements now, sir! I know! 
It's okay. I started eating trail mix more often, and the peanuts give me the iron that I need. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good now. It's fine. Star, star, um, you don't have your hair in a side ponytail right now, do you? Like oh, a little God! over the shoulder braid, do you? <laughs> <laughs> my anemia oh god anyway um so they play their new song it's better than the last one still not great mm-hmm. but it's it's cute i guess it's very much like we just started this band here's our music mm-hmm. Woo! yeah so i wrote like their voices are all kind of airy and inconsistent but it kind of works with them all being amateurs yeah, newbies e- newbies and so the band is together at last all five Yay. All five are here. Yay. Everyone is here. <laughs> Everyone is here. And now they must fight to the death. One Yay. stock, Fox only, Final Destination. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> yeah. Okay, episode nine. Woohoo. Some time has passed. Oh, now they are 40 years old. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, the girls go to a music store. Uh, they buy um, Saya an electric drum set that they can have at the warehouse to practice. Oh. Uh, they go to the warehouse to practice, and while they're just kind of hanging out there, uh, one of them gets an email. I think it was uh, Tai because that makes sense. Um, apparently, everyone at space got the flu. Uh-oh. Like, everybody who works at space got the flu, except for Tai and the owner, apparently. The whole store... Has the flu. They need to get their flu shots. PSA, <laughs> everyone. It's fall now. Everyone should get their flu shot. Go get your flu shot. Go get your flu shot. And if you haven't already, go get your COVID vaccine. Yeah. Get them just, at the same time if you want. Same time. Double them up. I don't know if you're allowed to do that. But I don't you know if you ask, are either. Ask your pharmacist if you can get the COVID vaccine and also your flu shot. Yep. Maybe if you get them stuck in the same arm, then you only have to worry about your arm being sore once. Yep. And then you will become, you'll get superpowers in that arm. Superpowers. And you'll be able to finally do those one-arm push-ups you always dreamed of. And you won't get sick at the live house. And you won't get sick at the live house. Um, But Sarah, if we don't get sick at the live house, then everybody else in the band can't get part-time jobs there for the day. Oh, that's true. And we need that. So they need that. So so if you're an anime character, don't get your flu shot. If you're a real person, go get your flu shot. Yes. (laughs) Or if you're a main character in an anime, then you should get your flu shot too. So that you don't get the flu. Yeah. If you're a main, (laughs) if you want to be a main character in your own life, Go get your flu shot. Go get your flu shot. (laughs) Do you want to be a fucking NPC and get sick with the flu? No. Go get your flu shot. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so the rest of this episode is um, there was going to be like a big concert that day, but the whole store is out with the flu. Mm -hmm. And I hope that someone in our audience gets that reference because it's a very good movie. I'm not going to say what it is. You just have to know. So basically, this episode is just shenanigans. Mm-hmm. They do. They work at the live house for the day. They learn how to work at the live house. They do like sound check, and we learn a little bit about how live houses work. We actually see very briefly one of the bands who will become important later, uh, Roselia. Uh-huh. They are the goth band. Nice. They're adorable. We don't get to know anything about them. That's for the next season. Ooh. Yep. And then after all the concerts are over, the girls are laying on the floor talking about how cool space is. And they're like, yeah, one day we'll perform on this stage. 
Um, so they cut to the next round of auditions, which is like a week later, mm-hmm. and the girls uh, audition, and they fuck it up real bad. Womp. Uh, and they cut to the end, like, they're super nervous, they mess up a lot, it just sounds really terrible. Oh no. Um, they cut to the end, and Kasumi's like, I did my best! And the other girls are just like, ugh, she's <laughs> posting cringe in the chat. Again! <laughs> Again! And they end up getting denied, and Kasumi's like, it's okay, we'll just try for the next one! Uh, but then it turns out that space is getting shut down. Oh, oh no. no! In my bushy road. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh boy, bushy road. In the the place where we perform is getting shut down. Oh, that's In so funny. my bushy road, more likely than you think. Every I time. told you, Sarah. <laughs> It's watered down love life mixed with KO. Oh boy. Okay. I told you. I told you. Somehow uh, I wasn't expecting that. This is a surprise <laughs> twist in the latter half. It just feels so ridiculous at this point, this far in the anime. <laughs> well, so the one thing that does differentiate is we never find out why space is getting shut down. Mm hmm. It's actually and health it, codes. It's whatever got everyone. Because everybody <laughs> has the flu. It, yeah, they get their goddamn flu shots. It was the typhoid Mary in the box office. They don't actually worry about. <laughs> it. That's why they got shut down with health codes. They can't save it because the health inspector came and was like, "Everyone's sick." And there's rats in your kitchen. <laughs> and there's rats in your kitchen. And there's roaches in the amplifiers. You can hear them. They're going skirt, 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 skirt. Also, skirt. you need to stop putting bleach in the popcorn. Why would you put bleach in the popcorn? <laughs> How could you do this, manager? You trying to thin the gene pool of bands? <laughs> so you don't have to hold auditions as often? Oh, shit, wait, Sarah. Oh. Did right. we just make this anime more interesting? <laughs> the secret plot on why everyone's getting sick at space. Yep, yep, we've uncovered the truth. It was all money laundering, I knew it. <laughs> yep. Space is a money laundering operation. They've been found out, and now they have to close down because the health inspe- so, inspector caught yeah, on to them. Out of curiosity, how are how are these van girls going to stop the health stop the health inspector? <laughs> what are they going to uh, do? Well, there was that one episode of SpongeBob. Uh oh, where they they kill him. Yep. <laughs> and then they spend like the whole episode trying to hide the body. Yep. Uh, so, Bang Dream Season 2. Looking Uh-oh. forward to the episode where they kill the health inspector and then have to hide the body. Understandable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, uh, well, how else are they going to keep the lighthouse from shutting down for poisoning heckin' everybody? <laughs> and giving everyone the flu. And giving everyone the and flu. And putting roaches in the guitar amps. Yep. I keep bringing up the roaches in the guitar amps thing because that is, like, a thing yeah. that's a family story. Um, my grandpa used to play guitar, um, and he had, like, a bunch of different amps, and I guess at one point, like, a cockroach got inside one, and when a cockroach gets inside the amps, you can hear it skittering, mm-hmm. and it's very scary. Mm-hmm. Also, my, my grandma used to tell me that story. It was also, gross. bugs tend to like electronics, which is really, yeah. and magnets, which is very upsetting. Yes, it's like, oh god, oh geez, no, yeah. I hate this. I hate it. Um, anyway, so, episode 10. The owner doesn't tell the girls why space is shutting down. She's just like, deal with it. We're shutting it down. It's the health codes. It's closing. It's definitely not because of the health inspector that I murdered and hid in our fridge. Definitely not. Definitely not. Um, So Kasumi's like, well, we still have to, we we still have time to pass the auditions before the live house shuts down. Uh, So they go back to practice 
And uh, they go back to audition again, and the owner still says, y'all still suck, you're not ready. Which is fair. Yeah, uh, so after they get denied, Saya's old band shows up, the Chispa Girls, and they're like, we're also going to audition so that we can like play here before it gets shut down, uh, so that we don't have any regrets later. And they play, and they make a couple of mistakes, uh, but the owner says, he's like, okay, you guys pass, and they're like, yay! And oh. so now they're trying to figure out, well, like, what, well, what's the difference between them and us? Mm. And uh, so the Glitter Green Girls, the music senpais, also are there. Because mm-hmm. they're just here, because they're idols and they can teleport. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the the Pulpy Pug girls ask, he's like, what can we do to improve? How can we pass the audition? And they're just like, well, I don't know. Just think about it real hard. You'll figure out the answer. Music <laughs> sure. is subjective. Just think about it. Just think about it. It's definitely not because you guys just suck. Yeah. So the, I just wrote a bullet point in my notes. The girls think about it real hard. Uh-huh. Uh, so, this part's actually kind of sad. So, okay. Kasumi goes back to space, like, late at night, like, right as they're closing, to talk to the owner. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I just, I love space so much, and I want to perform here so badly. It's very much just, like, your standard main character thing. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, I'm going to keep trying, and I'm going to do my best until we can perform here. And the owner's like, I'll give you credit for your attitude, but you are literally the worst performer in the group. <laughs> Oh, no. It's like, out of everyone, you suck the most. Oh, no, Kasumi. And Kasumi's just like, oh. Aww. Okay. And so um, Kasumi is, like, she's obviously hurt from this, but she keeps smiling. She keeps practicing, like, to the point where she, like, even injures her fingers and has to put, like, band-aids and stuff on them. And they keep audition or they keep practicing, they keep trying to get better for this audition, but Arisa eventually like takes her side and is like, hey, what's gonna satisfy you? Mm-hmm. Is just making it in gonna be what satisfies you? Because just practicing just for an audition isn't fun. Mm-hmm. And the other girls are like, well, we'll keep practicing for the audition because we know how important the audition is. Um, and Kasumi is like, Yeah, we're gonna make it into space. And Like, she's smiling, but we as the audience know that she is going Mm. through some turmoil emotionally. And she practices, like... her eyes is fading. Yep. (laughs) That's not how that works at all, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The crests are to blame. Anyway, Mm -hmm. um, Uh so they... So she, like, stays up late practicing, and she's being, like, super hard on herself. She's like, okay, one more time, one more time. Like, when she's by herself, she's very, like gung-ho she's just like super serious practicing super hard like late in the night later they go back to audition again and when it's time for them to go on kasumi completely loses her voice uh-oh so like she's on stage everyone's playing and she can't sing above a whisper mm-hmm. and she tries to laugh it off but she just she just can't sing mm-hmm and I wrote in my notes on a bullet point, it's time for the dark night of the soul. Yeah. <laughs> the dark night of the idol soul. Dark night of the idol soul. that's what the next two episodes are. Womp womp. Uh, womp So after the audition, it's raining because of course it is. Mm-hmm. Kisumi goes home and she just fucking breaks down, like sobbing over her bed. Um, she goes to the doctor Nothing's physically wrong with her. She mm-hmm. just can't talk and she can't sing. Her She can't really talk above a whisper. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, well, we still have to practice. 
because we only have one more chance to audition before space closes down and everyone else is like, go home and take a rest. Your yeah, voice you, is fucked. You probably uh, got poisoned at space, so you really need to get out of there. Probably, probably. Um, so she, like, goes and talks to one of the glitter green girls. She talks to her sister, and the sister's like, you're probably stuck in a slump. Uh, so the next day, her voice is back. And oh. she's like, yay, I got my voice back. Um, and she's, like, so excited, but you can tell, like, when she talks, she's like, okay, guys, now it's time to practice for our space performance. But you can tell by kind of the way she acts when no one's looking at her that she's not fully mentally back mm. yet. Um, like, her voice is back, but her attitude's not fully. Mm -hmm. And so the girls go to practice, and as soon as it's time for her to sing, her voice is gone again. Womp womp. Womp womp. And so Kasumi just gets so fucking frustrated, she runs off, um, and all the other girls follow her, and she's just being super hard on herself. She's like, we only have one more chance, and I'm blowing it. And she's like, I'm the worst performer in this group, and I'm holding everyone back, and everyone else was like, well, yeah, we know, <laughs> but... <laughs> but... But we still like you. <laughs> to be fair, that's mostly Arisa saying that. Yeah, well, uh, she's you. like, it's like, well, I mean, yeah, we all knew you were the worst performer. You're the newest of all of us, but we kept going because we like you. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like, you made us care about music again. You made me care about something again. And mm -hmm. all the other girls are kind of like, yeah, I joined the band because because X and it's Y, mm -hmm. and this band wouldn't be the band without you, Kasumi. Mm -hmm. And then they end up deciding that they're going to split up the singing parts between themselves uh, so that everybody gets a turn to sing instead of just Kasumi. Makes sense. And so, like, they're just kind of, like, in this park and they're, like, taking turns singing a cappella. Kasumi still can't sing quite right, but when it comes time for all of them to sing together, she kind of gets her voice back and she she's a little bit more confident and she just starts crying and they Aww. all sing together and it's sweet. Aww. Last episode, uh -oh. the girls are like, okay, or no, no, second to last episode, episode 12. Mm -hmm. The last episode is just kind of a victory lap, but right. you get the idea. Uh, so the last meaningful episode of the plot, plot. is um, the girls are like, okay, we've only got one more chance to audition. Uh, we need to, like, start training and, like, doing some stuff. We need to, like, synchronize as a band, mm -hmm. sort of. Yes. So they like they start going on morning jogs. They do sports. vocal warm ups to they, sports. They uh, do vocal warm ups together, like during lunch. Uh, they study together because their finals are coming up because Aww. it's school. Um, they get matching practice shirts made. They all get the same arm tattoos because they all got their flu shots. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then it's the last day before the audition. They have a sleepover at Tai's house. There's some sleepover shenanigans. And then it's audition day. Oh. Uh, they are tense before the audition, but they're tense with determination. Mm -hmm. uh, so then they perform their new song. They all trade off singing parts like they had done in the park leading up to this. It's still not perfect, but it is significantly improved from their last audition. Yay! But after they finish performing, both Elisa and Remy start crying because they're like, I fucked up. Even after all that practice, I still messed up. But then Remy's like, but I mean, we still played all the way through. Mm -hmm. So we did our best. Um, and then the owner's like, okay, how do you guys think you did? And Kasumi's like, we gave it our best as we can do now. 
And he was like, that's the answer I was looking for. You pass. Uh, but yeah, so the girls are like, yay, we made it. And they break down crying and they hug and it's cute. Cute. Um, yeah, so last episode. Whoa. It's the end of the semester. It's concert day. It's like the final concert at space. Like mm-hmm. everyone is here. Like all the bands are performing. Um, like I said, this last episode is just kind of a victory lap. Like they're just kind of like talking about like, yeah, we're a band and here's how we became a band. And they talk to some of the other band girls who will maybe become relevant in season two. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of people come watch, like all the NPCs are there, like all the siblings and the parents Cute. and the grandparents that we've in- in- been introduced to are there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Glitter Green, the senpai band goes on first and we don't actually see them perform. We just see a little bit. Uh, and then Saya's old band, Chispa, performs with their new drummer, who I guess got her drumsticks back eventually. Um, and then Poppin' Party goes up. Poopy pa. And we find out during their MC that this entire show took place over the course of two months. Whoa, okay. <laughs> which is extremely fast. Okay. I was guessing it was like at least a like, full like a semester. school semester. Yeah. Like, maybe, like, four months. Like, four to six months was my guess. But apparently, it the whole show took place over two months. And I'm like, that's freakishly fast. Holy yes. crap. And then they give, like, their sappy MC and it's like, this is how the band was formed. The, you just watched this anime. You already know all of this. But we're going to talk about it for a while now. Uh, and then they play their last song. It's called Yume Miru Sunflower, I believe. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time I would describe the music in the show as good. Oh, good job. Good job, girls. <laughs> so they're, they're actually an accomplished band now. Um, it actually sounds good. Like they recorded it in a studio. <laughs> Cute. Um, like I said, it kind of switches back and forth between the 2D and the 3D, and the 3D's not mm-hmm. great, but it's not, it's very season one of Love Live. Right. Like, it's not nightmare fuel, it's not the worst thing in the world, but it's it's not great. Right, yeah. And then we have, like, the victory lap montage of everything that happened over the season during the second verse of the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the season ends with them saying, thank you, space, we'll perform again someday. Uh-oh. And I'm like, yeah, I, I hope you don't disband your band just because the live house shuts down. Yeah, definitely. Yep. I hope so. And then, yeah, there's uh, two more seasons, so supposedly so we'll they will. see what they happens. Will... Yeah, we'll see what happens. Welcome to Love Live Band Edition, where next time we will have a competition between all the bands to, so that their school doesn't get shut down. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, I'm from, joking, but if that all ends the up being the plot, i if that ends up being the plot, I will scream, just for the record. <laughs> no, more than likely it'll be a band competition. Oh, it'll absolutely be a band competition, Sarah. Listen. <laughs> I know I I know my bushy road. Yeah. It'll be some kind of competition, probably. <laughs> anyway, so that's that's Bang Dream, season one. Bang Dream. They banged and they dreamed. They banged and they dreamed. They banged their way to the top. <laughs> anyway, so closing thoughts. 
Uh, unless I missed something, it never actually says why the live house was shut down. Health codes. Everyone got health the flu. Health codes. <laughs> Everyone got the flu. And uh, there was a dead body in the refrigerator of the health inspector. Yep. But no one and, knows uh, that yet. That's next season. But no season. one knows that yet. That's next season. Yeah. Um, kind of wish I had watched K-On instead. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Like, K-On! is very different because K-On! is very much just, like, a solid slice of life yeah. show. But it's, like, my favorite slice of life show. And I don't typically enjoy slice of life. So the fact that I adore K-On! really says something. Yes. We'll do it. We'll do it one day when we get raptured. Yep. What? <laughs> one of these days we're going to do our goddamn K-On! episode because freaking K-On! is what made me start playing bass. So, like, a Anyway. Um, so yeah, like I said, apparently, according to the reviews, later seasons improve over time, uh, but there were complaints about the second season introducing too many characters too quickly, because it's just like, mm. it assumes you've played the mobile game, Mwah. which is, as we know, my favorite thing that idol animes do, womp, womp, womp. is just introduce like 14 to 15 characters all at the same time. I love that. But anyway, womp, womp. Um, as far as, like, future band stuff goes, I'm actually more interested in some of the characters I've seen in the other bands, just because, like, I'm, I'm passively familiar yeah. with this franchise. I'm curious because my knowledge of Bang Dream, as far as the game goes, is, like, I don't think any one of the bands is, like, a main character band. So are other seasons focusing on Pop and Party or other bands? Do you know? Uh, so what I've heard is that... Um, the first season was very much focused on Pop and Party. I think they're kind of like the quote-unquote main band, mm -hmm. but, like, everyone's a main band, really. Gotcha. They're just, like, the first ones. Gotcha, and gotcha. possibly the most generic by and that And the last standard. ones. Oh, there can only be one <laughs> Final Destination. Pachoo, 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 pachoo. Pachoo. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so I am much more interested in some of the other characters. Um, I want to see more from Roselia because they have, like, cute goth, cute goth, goth. vibes. Mm -hmm. Goff. They're goth. gothic. Um, <laughs> it's actually a fun story. Star anecdote is that, um, I told you how I went to a Wake Up Girls concert while I was living in Japan, right? Mm -hmm. There was actually a Bang Dream concert happening the same day on the oh. other half of the venue. Oh. And they had a much bigger line. Whoa, Interesting. Yeah, so, like, I was actually there um, in the area when a Roselia concert was happening. I see. Um, and I remember, like, just seeing their merch line, and I'm like, that's a lot more people. Yeah. Curious about rip Roselia. Wake up whip, rip Wake Up Girls. Womp. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. So, I'll probably watch the later seasons, but not right away. Mm -hmm. um, we've got a couple other shows we want to watch, because next time starts our... Cursed Idol October oh. episodes. I'm I'm excited about your show. I'm nervous about my show. <laughs> I'm excited like, to hope, see how it goes. I hope it's as cursed as I've been led to believe that it is. Well, maybe the real curse will be the friends we make along the way. You know what? And the health inspectors we killed and shoved in the fridge. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, so Sarah's up first for Cursed Idol October, mm -hmm. followed by yours truly, um, hopefully the show that I picked out is as cursed as I think it is, but Sarah's show is definitely cursed because mm -hmm. I watched half an episode of it and quit because I couldn't handle it. I it was too much. Gonna have so I'm, fun. I'm very excited to hear Sarah's take on it. I'm so excited. Yeah. 
All right. So, hey, Sarah, if people want to find us on the internet, where can they go? You can go to our website at idledays.card.co. That's I-D-O-L-D-A-Y-S dot C-A-R-R-D dot C-O or idolluminati.net. Idolluminati.net. Star, if people want to find us on social media, where can they find us? You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at IdleDaysPod. That's I-D-O-L-D-A-Y-S-P-O-D on both Instagram and Twitter. You can also talk to us on our Discord server, which we have. It's pretty quiet most of the time, relatively chill, but we do discuss new episodes as they come out. Um, There is a link for that on our website. And yeah, talk to us. us. Tell us your suggestions for idol anime. Let us know when you get your flu shot because you're a main character. (laughs) Go in in the Discord and tell us when you get your flu shot. Yeah. (laughs) Science is real, everybody. (laughs) Anyway, uh, that's my political stance for the episode. Which should not be political. (laughs) No, it really shouldn't be. But anyway, um, thanks for listening. Uh, This has been Idol Days. We've been We've been lady. See you next live. Bye. Bye.